Mazza presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Someone asked me this morning. Are your pants in the freezer? No. Well, no. I mean, the answer is always yes. But they, oh, someone asked me this morning, uh, who's your pick for the Stanley Cup? And I New said, Jersey Devils. I said New Jersey and Colorado. <laughs> because, I mean, if we were going to stake everything on the first four games of the season, that's who you might pick, right? Adam, I think no. that's a fair pick at Colorado's this point. Colorado's not going to make it out of the West if they have to go through Vegas. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What is the combined record of the two teams who finished last in the East and West and the new expansion franchise? Do you know the answer to that? I do. What is the answer to that? What is your guess? Uh, I think I don't know if I fully understood the question. Can you two that? teams who finished last in the East and West last year? Yeah. New Jersey and Colorado. Yeah. Plus the expansion franchise. What's their record? What's their record? I think it's nine and one. Wow. It's nine and one. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that stupid? That's unbelievable. What's what's the most surprising? The Devils, Avalanche, or Vegas? Has to be Vegas. Yeah, I, I'm going to be. I'm going to say Vegas too because they're not supposed to be very good at all, and they're burying some of their better players like Shea Theodore and Vladim Shipachov because <laughs> because they have Vlad, way too many. Vladim Shipachov. Vladim. Vlad, 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 oh, you, I'm, I'm tired. Like, I'm like tired. Vladim. Do you know where the one loss came from? Uh, it was Colorado losing to. Was it Montreal? No, no, not Montreal. Um, oh, it might have been Montreal. Was it? They lost to New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Oh! Oh! The Damn. one loss came between the three teams. Wow. Unbelievable. Man, New Jersey's a, a brand new team. They, I, they are. In like, that I didn't recognize any of them. Not a single person. <laughs> I, Kyle, Kyle Palmieri, maybe? In, no, that's not true. I recognize a few of them from uh, uh, the heated playoff series between Albany and the Marlies a few years ago, but I don't think they were projected to be quite this this ferocious. But I, I, uh, I don't think it helps when you know the Leafs... Hand it to them. Well, which is basically what they did. There's a little I bit of that, but I, I don't want to take away from Colorado and or Colorado. Oh, New Jersey, I will. Uh, because no, I New Jersey, I mean, Corey Schneider, it's Corey Schneider, man. He seems like they got 50 shots. So they got uh, Vancouver's goalie coach from a few years ago when Corey Schneider was on the rise. They brought oh, him into New Jersey because he had a rough year that. last year. He and, certainly did. And so I guess he start, he's starting to feel confident. Elliot Friedman was talking about that uh, after the game. And, um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, just how important that position is, because Goal, when goalie coach, yeah, I was like goalie, yes, yes, well, yeah, goalie, <laughs> yes, but goalie coach, because I think being a uh, being a goalie is a lot like being a pitcher. You're you're so it's such a mental game, and neither of you are looking at me right now. I was listening. Um, no, what are you looking at? I'm I'm putting the uh, the friggin' end screen on my video. Okay. I looked, it was the second I looked down, you were like, and neither of neither you are looking at me. Or listen to my I wild am, thoughts. <laughs> I am talking into a, a vacant, empty space. That's, there are roughly 20,000 people listening to you. That's right true. Now. Right. But you neither of them are in this you room don't and have can respond. To pay attention to me. Did and, you learn nothing from Ron McClain? That's right. Apparently. Well, I'm talking talk, to one person, talk Jesse. To the listener. Talking to one person. Well, here's Not the thing. Not me. I just feel like, you know, Freddie is going through a little bit of what Freddie went through last year and what Corey Schneider would have gone through last year, and I don't think he's playing like a confident goaltender. You know, the first few hmm. games, there was a lot of shots that went in that maybe shouldn't have. Like, I mean, one that comes to mind is the Richard Ponick goal. Like, you know, bounces off the boards and boards. It's a weird one. It's a power play. Yeah. You know, like that. those goals don't happen often, right? Right. Um, but there were goals like... 
uh, I think it was Zaka yesterday. The I wanted power play one. Yeah, Zaka I, scored twice. I wanted I wanted him to get the first or the power play one. Yep. I want him to have it. Yep. A- and he should have it. And yep. he is going to have bad nights. But I think the game in Montreal is going to be a real point of where is he actually at? Well, that is the that is the game, isn't it? Like you can either keep the Habs where they are or you can give them the offensive uh, outburst that they desperately need and lose your first divisional game of the year. Right. And I like I like Babcock's uh, quotes after the game. He basically said New Jersey is who I thought they were and the rest of the team didn't listen. Let them off the hook. Let them off the hook. Didn't he, he warned them. And you know, I liked what I liked about New Jersey is they reminded me a lot of what the Leafs were last year and I don't think um, with no Absolutely. disrespect to the talent they have on the team, I don't think they're anywhere close to the talent that the Leafs had last year. However, no. they, you know, they've got great some great players. Taylor Hall, Nico Heischer, uh, Will Butcher looked good. Uh, you Holy know, smokes! Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't realize he had three points in his first game, and it was against the Avalanche. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah, it's sort of mean. <laughs> That's not fair. Um, and it's so I, I I enjoyed watching that just on a pure hockey level that was the only thing i enjoyed about the game uh, but well and i wanted to chirp them because they their first uh couple goals the celebration was so crazy over the top like yeah, guys you scored a first period goal in the fourth regular season game of the year chill chill a little bit but they have that air about them that the leafs sort of had which was, they're excited oh my god we didn't think we were this good it's like a dog catching a squirrel and going I don't know what to do with this yeah you know I never thought this day would come <laughs> and here's a squirrel yeah. I think I'll shake it until it dies <laughs> sorry well you had to take it there. I mean that's what they but, did with the leaves. but yeah. it'll die yeah remember it certainly will I believe it's toxic shock syndrome oh, that. No. <laughs> I think about that every day oh uh, me too I, uh, so so no but I think you know for the Devils they're going to surprise some teams and I think they surprised the Leafs I think the Leafs were like well you were like what 27th last year how much better can you really be forgetting that the Leafs went from 30th to yeah. was it 16th 17th in the league what were they mm, last year 16th 15th 16th 16th. So it you, was, you can make right. big jumps. It was exactly it, it was exactly the kick in the teeth the Leafs needed. You know, it was a game they obviously took for granted, and it showed. Like, what, was it that they took it for granted, or I don't know what it is because they were so blatantly the errors were so egregious they were just dumb, and two of them belonged to Rosen. And I don't know what to blame that on anymore when it comes to him. Well, I know we're only four games in. You know, he hasn't looked that good. Yeah, you don't have that much time to gain the fan base's confidence, but also, like, I want to know what Babcock's leash is for this guy. For Enroth, it was three games. (laughs) Right. Now, I think think in, in Rosen's case, I think it'll be a lot more, and I think deservedly so. I don't think Rosen's a bad defenseman. You gotta remember, I mean, so I was reading, uh, it was James Myrtle that said... Babcock sheltered the Borgman-Rosen defense pairing, and I think they got 82% of their starts in the offensive zone. Like that, first off, you can't, that's not sustainable. So, no. very clearly, Connor Carrick, who's injured, by the way, and, and that's why he wasn't playing, right. uh, needs yeah. to come back. And they're probably like, okay, listen, it's good, you know, it's it sucks that Connor Carrick's injured, but now we can find out what we have with Rosen and Borgman. I don't think that putting the two of them together is something that they would normally do. Well, do either of them, like, are either of them accustomed to playing the right? I don't think so. I don't think so either. 
And I, you know, I, I noticed it last night too with Ron Hainsey too. What a pain in the butt it is to be a left-handed defenseman playing the right side because yeah. every time that puck squirts around the board, you have to catch it on your backhand and lift it into the zone again. It's hard. It Some is. players can do it with ease. Matthews a couple times yesterday. Well, like, it's such a treat to watch him live. It's ridiculous. So fun. Um, but I, I, I mean, with Rosen and Borgman, I feel like Rosen is put in a position where it's pretty hard to succeed. And I think he is a guy that, and I, I would say this about. I think he's on the right. Yeah, I think he is too. Yeah. So that's um, fair. I think that it I think it's hard. I think it's that's a tough tough decision and if I'm I don't think Mike Babcock's going, "Well, I'm making the decision now." He actually they he was asked about Rosen specifically after the game and he said, uh, everybody was bad. <laughs> so, you think fair. I'm hanging those players out to dry. That's true. But like the one the one giveaway that led to either the fifth or sixth goal, I don't remember. Rosen's in the left corner. So you can't blame it there. And then the other one, like, he just... He got beat on a break. Well, he gave the puck to him. Yeah, he tapped it with his hands. Yeah, he was on the right side. Might it have been different? I don't know. I didn't like how he looked. Gardner flopping and completely oh. choking on the three-on-five. Five-on-three, whatever the hell you want to call it. I looked it. at that play. If he just lets the puck go by him, there's no goal there. Or if he gets Gibbons. Nylander's got that guy. You already blew your opportunity at getting the guy with the puck. Cover the other guy. You know, the guy who had the puck yeah. carried it in on Nylander. He got a shot off. Freddie stopped it. If you just cover the other guy, there's no goal there. It's a tie game 2-2. And you probably go down to the other end of the ice, score a goal. Because, you know, five on three, and you're <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> and then they did have another minute and 40 seconds. Of the they five did. On three. But I wonder, I don't know, I might have screwed them, screwed them up mentally. I don't know. It's just well, it's like it's like you know, Leafs killed the Jets seven two. You know, Line A scores three minutes in on that one time or whatever. How different is that game? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it just seven three? Like, is it just that simple, or is it a completely? Does the game have a completely different makeup? Oh, I think it we'll does. We'll never know. I mean, we'll never know, but I think it does for sure. Freddie doesn't stand on his head in that first little bit. Um, so it's like that's embarrassing. The whole bench is going, he got sniped on five on three. That's The last That's the, time I can remember that happening was like six years ago. It's happened, they said twice in the last, this was the second time it's happened in the last five years. Second time it's happened in New Jersey Devils history, and it's been 20 years. Wow. I remember Bozak doing it against the Devils. Oh, wow, really? I worked at Leafs TV, and the reason I remember such a specific thing is because there was not much to highlight <laughs> when I worked at Leafs TV. They finished like 29th and 26th or something when I worked there. It wasn't wasn't good. No. It wasn't good. No. Not good when the only thing you cover is the Leafs. So uh, when you look at a game like this, let's, let's go through some of the numbers here. I think this is really, really interesting. There's a few things that were frustrating about watching this game live because I was also there. The first thing to me beyond the play of the team uh, was the penalties. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's unwatchable. What did they say? The first, um, okay, what was it? 64% of the game it's spent on special teams was played at even strength only 64% if your name oh, it's, no without mentioning names if you don't play on the power play you don't play on the penalty kill you don't play on either of them what are you doing here what I mean, are you what, doing what here? can you do right like you, there's nothing you can do and that's not everybody's role Leafs have one of those guys I can think of up front what are you doing here wrestling Adam Henrique good Cool. You were not impressed with him last night. What are you doing here? 
Let's just talk about Matt Martin, I guess. Like, blew it on the first goal. <coughs> meaningless fight. Ah, uh, whatever. No, we'll take the fight out of it. Take the fight out of it. It wasn't meaningless, and he had nothing to do with it. It led to an instigator. Leafs got a power play out of it. That was good. But if you're only getting seven minutes a night, which you're going to, they're not going to put you on the power play. They're not going to put you on the penalty kill. If you're only playing seven minutes a night, you can't be doing what you did on the first goal. I don't know. Like, there are... This is a team so incredibly deep on the wing. Give me more, Matt. Give me more. Now am You can I say over- that of everybody. <laughs> that's <laughs> right? true. That's true. But am I overreacting about Matt Martin because he had a good preseason and pretty good first three games? Uh, am I just grumpy? I mean, I think you're grumpy because I think... I think, I'm think yeah, no, and, and I'm grumpy too. I think it's uh, the whole team. You could say that about Jake Gardner. Jake Gardner Terrible. had a rough game last night. For a guy who can skate so well, he seems to really struggle turning. Have you noticed that? I'm not good with those details. Um, exactly. No, I haven't because I I've seen him take it out of the zone, and I've seen Morgan Riley do it. Where they'll pull it out of the zone, they'll start to skate backwards along their own blue line, and then swivel back with their hips. Uh, but yeah, the pro the hard thing, Steve, is that when someone beats you. Let's say they beat you on the right side. Sure. What Jake does, and we talked about this on the last show, is he sticks a stick around to hold him up. And and I rem- I saw it happen, and I go, that's exactly what Adam talked about last show, and he got called for it. And two penalties last game, two, another penalty this game. And he talked about it after the game. Yeah, said. he said, I've been doing it for years. He said, it's a habit i got to break because I've been doing it for years. It's like he- Brian McCabe with the can opener after last lockout. Yes, yeah. You know, he's like, well, that staple of my game is now a penalty, so <laughs> i got to figure it out. Well, and get- the thing with Gardner is he's got the wheel. It's not like he's... Uh, uh, he's not a guy that gets turnstiled or should get turnstiled often. No, and if three you do, fantastic games heading into this one, and you're a defenseman, you're going to get beat sometimes. Yeah. The point is, Jake Gardner's got the wheels to catch, and he needs to realize that. And I think, yes, I think there's there's a panic when he turns around and does that. And I feel like he, there doesn't need to be. He's got even a he, even if he doesn't have the wheels, take the other guy. Yeah, take the like that is. I get frustrated at the stuff that isn't rocket science. Like at the stuff that is very basic. Take the other person. He's almost he's great at complicated stuff, and sometimes the simple stuff evades him. Well, it's like okay, he's like, oh, that should be my guy. I'm gonna go after that guy, and then at the last minute he decides, oh, Nylander's got him, so he takes no one. Like he just skates by the net and the situation and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drives me nuts. So he does, but we love him. Oh, um, we love him, but he drives me nuts. He also is the Leafs leader in penalties right now with eight minutes thus goon. far this season. What a goon! He had. 34 last year, and I believe his career average is somewhere in the 20s. That's insane. The so, other night, I don't remember if it was the Blackhawks game or not, but there were 28 penalty minutes, no fights. Like, that's crazy! That's insane, yeah. No one enjoys this! It was, it, it did make the game very disjointed. Like, it's frustrating to watch. It is. Yeah, you and know I, who I, the I, NHL is trying to get? My wife. Like, that's that's who the NHL is trying to get to give them more money. You know? She Casual was there with ho- you? How'd she feel about it? She hated it. The The people sitting down the row hated it. Like, I was saying it in the videos. Like, it's funny. I think we're able to look at it in a different way than most. Because we were looking at the long term, and eventually this will go down. Well, and we have a freaking hockey show. And the people listening are listening to a hockey show. You're the top 1% of hockey fans. Yeah. Regular hockey fans. Go to a game. Go to a game and listen to the reaction every time a penalty is called. For and against. They're just like, cool, sure. Like, they don't know what's going on. It's like Blurn Ball from Futurama. Like, yeah, everything you said was right, except for the word Blurn. Like, I, 
<laughs> that's a slash now? And I go, yeah, it is. Like, wh- one thing I talked about in the video was they show the penalty call on the screen, and that's causing the crowd to boo and loudly. But they can't get rid of it. They can't. Like, because it's an educational tool for the crowd now. You're explaining to them this is a penalty now. And if you take it away, I think that's only going to make them more frustrated. That JVR thing, I saw it as it happened that led to the Zaka goal. As it happened, I'm like, they're going to call that stupid thing, aren't they? Yep, they called it. Yeah. Piece of crap. Piece of crap. Like, it's un- it's unbelievable. Yeah, so it, it does interrupt the flow of game. It is a little frustrating. Um, so, Katie, I actually tweeted this out. I'm like, hey, guys, today's a podcast day. Any, any subjects you want us to cover? Not questions for the press conference, just subjects you want us to cover. Uh-oh. And Katie reached out and she's like, hey, um, is, it, is it too early to be worried about both Marner and Anderson? Marner? I don't think Marner's played that great, man. No. He hasn't had the pop in his game that... that and yeah, I, you know, in fact, realize this is game four. It yeah. is game four. So is it too early? Ah, uh, it's way too early. There you go. Okay, good. Answer <laughs> yeah. the question. No, I think it's way too early. And but at the same time, Katie, I agree. But it's too early. So maybe I should take what I just said about Marner and dial it back about Gardner, the good and the bad. Matt Martin. Matt Martin and Callie Rosen and. Well, I, I, and again, I think Callie Rosen is in a position where he. He, it's too much too soon. It's like it's what happened position. to Connor Carrick last year where he was playing top four minutes. And he, you know what? He managed it pretty well. That was Gardner's defense partner. Yeah. <laughs> I think Connor Carrick in this position, you get Connor Carrick back there, you got a little confidence there, you get a little bit of a guy who who's a little bit more at ease. I think it's it's so funny um, having Riley with Hainsey and uh, a big story about that was, oh, Riley, for so much of his young career, has had so many defense partners, and, and that, that couldn't have been good for stability. And you, you think Connor Carrick hears those quotes, and he goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Jake yeah. Gardner. I know. Well, yeah, Gardner, too. But I, I mean, mean Carrick was on the Caps. I don't know if he played with more than one person there. Played with their AHL team. Played in the Marlies. I don't know if he had more than one defense partner there. Gets called up. He's with Gardner. Can I just be honest with you about what? something? Yeah, sure. Anybody that says that. What? That, what you just said Oh, the right lack there, of chemistry? Lack of chemistry. Can I just say what a load of crap that is? Okay. All right. Because what do you... I, I think I might agree, but let's see. Because from the time you are two years old, if you strap on skates, you're playing with different defense partners every year. That's true. Like, when you go, when you go from triple from A to junior... Or you're like, well, it hurt his development that he went from AAA to junior because he, man, he wasn't playing with the same defense partner. Yeah, I wasn't the same guy. Joe from down the street was not good enough to make the junior junior A team. So I guess, uh, I guess, come on, guys. Well, come I mean, on. <laughs> so many, so many of the things that screwed them up yesterday were fundamentals. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know, man. I just think that that would be that's a little much. That's a little okay, much for me okay. to accept. Sure. If you at this point haven't figured out how to play with someone new, maybe your chemistry is not great, but I don't think it hurts your development. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I don't disagree with that. I just, I just don't. I'll just say that I'm really enjoying Matthews and Nylander. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic. Again. <laughs> Sometimes chemistry doesn't work. I'm not saying that. It doesn't hurt your development. That's ridiculous. You you are in full control of your development, you and, and your head coach. Um, You were at the game. Yep. I saw that Marlowe led the team in ice up front. That's because he was on all the penalty kills, I think, too. Oh. He kills a lot of penalties, and he's on the power play. 
Because I was going to say, what? Like, I didn't, I barely noticed him. Yeah, there was, he had a couple, I thought he had a couple good plays, especially at the beginning of the game. It looked like Kadri and Komarov, yeah. and they were, it looked like they were going to capitalize. And I actually think Their if a couple of, was really off first five minutes. A couple of, if a couple of those goals go in at the beginning of the game, I think it's, a, again, a different game. Like the Jets game. Absolutely. But it didn't, it didn't work that way. I think, the if you look at the ice time right now, I think Austin Matthews got up to what sixteen and a half, seventeen minutes yesterday. Yeah, I don't think anyone got over like seventeen and a half, except for Zaitsev. Yeah, because, well, like defenseman. Yeah, that's wrong. That's not how that should be. Yeah. Dustin Brown in L.A. is logging over 20, min- 20 minutes. The reason is the Leafs keep taking dumb penalties. Matthews hit the ice with like three or four minutes to go, and I'm like, okay, he should play the rest of the game. Yeah. Like, like they were only down two goals. Yeah. At the time. Like that's you can do it. I've seen them. Do it. I just think right now they're the team's out of whack because they keep these slashing penalties keep happening. Um so anyway. Now do you think with Dominic Moore scoring two goals in two games, that that has I mean, Eric Fair played well. Do they look at that or do they go, Well, there's some holes in Dominic's game, and there's some holes in Eric's game and we platoon no. this. The the guy who tipped in the first goal was Moore's guy. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna, you're not gonna win all those battles, but uh, Moore also had a goal himself, so I guess it cancels it out. You know what's crazy about that Moore goal? That was a power play goal, which means Mike Babcock was crazy enough to put Dominic Moore on the power play. No, he was right in that and situation. Crazy enough to be right. <laughs> I yeah. would have never. I, mean, I would have never put I, Moore in that position. I wonder if he was just there to take the face off and then go back to the bench. He didn't. No, he didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the logic was. I guess the logic was, hey, he's good at tipping in pucks in front of the net because that's how he's got two goals. Um, we're starting to see the JVR contract situation start to bubble under the surface. There yes, have been a couple. I have a hot take. A couple of stories have been published. JVR saying yesterday, well, you know what you remember what, what, when he said when you talk to veterans, guys that have been there before, the things that they remember, are the winning, it's not the money. And obviously, JVR is going to make a lot of money. When you look at the way the Leafs contract situation shakes out and the amount of depth they have in the minors, to a lot of people, myself included, it doesn't make a lot of sense to re-sign him. Even if he does the Bonanza eight-year deal for $4 million a year. I don't know. Well, What do you think, Steve? We're going to have an answer on JVR by Christmas. That is my bold prediction. He will either be extended... I'm serious. He's either going to be extended or traded by Christmas. Why do you say that? This can't sustain. It's it's well, it's not that it can't sustain. It's why are we hearing about this now? I think it's people are asking. And he's answering them and he's alluding to wanting to stay with the team, which means they're talking, now, maybe. I think they're talking. And now what else do we know about JVR from this past summer? With the, the Islanders. He didn't want to leave. He didn't answer the phone when uh, the Travis, Travis Hamannick deal was happening. Yeah. That's why that did the deal didn't happen. So the Leafs have a lot of leverage. They've already tried to trade him. They could easily trade him. They could just let him walk. I, I don't think he wants either of those situations. I don't think he wants to walk. I don't think he wants to leave Toronto. So he wants to stay. Yeah. So resign. And if he doesn't, you get traded. That's how this works. I, I think we're going to have an answer by Christmas. But we don't need to re-sign him. I agree. 
I also need JVR. I'm a little concerned that... This is the thing. If you want to stay here, that number needs to... But is that number going to be Connor Brown? No. It should be, because JVR is replaceable. Whoa now! Oh, all right, now. I'm interested. What do you think? Yeah. We have we have so many wingers. We just throw one of them in. I agree. We and then don't have a winger who's as good as JVR. No, but what's the um, like the cost above replacement for JVR? Right, it's not like you get nothing for JVR, which you do if you let him walk. So you get a right-handed defenseman, let's say, for JVR and Connor Carey. Which, let's be honest, let's say that they need it. Maybe. They need I, it. It kind of looks that way. I'm trying to deny that it looks that way. They and need it. Hoping it gets better. But I mean, this is essentially the same defense core as last year, even with Hainsey in and Hunwick out. I mean, how different is it? You know what? You know what moments get me down for some reason when Zaitsev is a tough guy in front. <laughs> Whenever I see it, I'm tough like, guy Nikita Zaitsev. Sheriff Zaitsev's in town. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh Nikita. Actually, I saw um, a blog to post that uh, Justin Fisher, again, our friend Justin Fisher, retweeted today, mm-hmm. and it, it basically it said uh, Toronto, uh, Toronto crime down overall, and Justin goes, Matt Martin put in the work. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> this is an idiot. Uh, no, but. Uh, yeah, so I, are you are you in agreement then, Jesse? Yeah, I it gets solved yeah. by Christmas. I tell think. me, yeah. tell me how a Carl Grundstrom doesn't come in and do well. He's over in Sweden. Yeah, I, sure, but tell me how he doesn't come in and score fifteen goals, and then, and then you take a guy, Kapitan, yeah. Johansson. Yeah. Uh, there's other, there's several other guys on the team that I'm not even going to name because I don't need to go into the names. You can look them up on the Marlies. They're good players. Johansson. So, Johansson is it Johansson? Yeah. One S or two. Swedish name. Swedish guy. Riding his bike in Amsterdam like all the other Swedes. Being all socially responsible, <laughs> universal health care. Gross. Um, no, okay, so, so you've got, okay, JVR is good for 30 goals, let's say. Yeah, you scored 29 last year. Yeah, you're about 30 goal guy. So you need to Billy Bean this shit and find two guys who can score 15. Okay, well... Or Here, here's how you do that. You call up two wingers. I think the Leafs have two wingers who could probably score 15. One of them replaces JVR. The other replaces number 15, Matt Martin. Ironically, maybe it's a sign. Oh, the hockey gods are talking to you. Don't ignore them. Uh, I I just think there's going to be a resolution to this before Christmas. Interesting. That's an interesting thing. Uh, certainly before the trade deadline. The, I don't. It would not be smart to, even if the Leafs are in contention mode, like contender mode, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be smart to head into this upcoming trade deadline with no answers for JVR, Bozak, and Komarov, all three. Mm -hmm. Give me one for I think your answer for Komarov, and I hate to say this because I love Leo. He's gone. Is Carl Grunstrom. Uh, God, he's such a good penalty killer. he's He's, listen... But but that's the thing. He's such it's, a jerk. <laughs> he's the best. I love him. However, we have three major contracts coming up. Yep. And again, if you want to re-sign JVR, forget. Like, Leo's gone, man. He's gone. And you yeah. have... Because you have guys that can do that. You have guys that can come in and do that. Like, JVR's fighting to, like, keep the band together. Like, that whole line, right? If his number stays down, it makes it easier for the team to re-sign his buddy Bozak and re-sign his buddy Marner. 
Like, and trade for his buddy Kessel. Yeah. No. What? No. 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 <laughs> the Penguins need to get rid of Malkin. Acquire Kessel. Very good. Yes, that's what I heard. Hmm. Nobody knows more about hockey than you. Oh, that's Don't true. forget it. That's true. Read my column. Um. <laughs> no, I, I think this will get solved before Christmas. Okay. Interesting. Now, what do you think is more likely? And I want to ask you both this question. And I'm asking. I'm throwing this out there on Reddit and Twitter. I just want everybody's hot takes on this. Okay. So this is a hot take moment. <sighs> I don't know if I can get hot. Is it? Is it a resign or is it a trade? And if it is a re-sign, what's it for? And if it is a trade, not a name, don't give me a name, but what is it for? I think... Give me your hot takes. Uh, T-A-E-K-S. God! Ah! Trade. Because they already tried to. Okay. And for? A right-handed defenseman. Jesse. I I think it's, it's... Fairly obvious, right? Jesse? Yeah, I think it's a trade because the money that you're saving plus calling Greening on the wing is worth more than re-signing him for $5 million and not having that money. What Jesse said, except why Colin Green? <laughs> <laughs> ben Smith. You just no, went out? No. <laughs> no. Nope. Marley's. Mm, yes. <laughs> Literally. That one. All right. Mm. Let's say Let's say, yeah. let's say Kapanen. Kapanen. That's a guy I would love to... Johnson, and here, you, know what, you know what Kapanen does? He can play the penalty kill and the power play and the power play wow no just like dominic moore that's right <laughs> i mean well apparently um, i had no listen, idea i have no listen i don't have a problem with if, if babcock thinks that dominic moore is the guy to take the face off on the power play fine i don't think the power play is a problem i'm not going to focus on that i think it's going to be it's it's Falling going to be defense power play is a problem yes yeah. that's an issue um i think yeah uh I, i'm gonna stick to christmas damn it but before the okay. deadline for sure. i am also going to say trade um, I'm not convinced that it's before Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. As much as I support you, my friend, I'm not. I'm not convinced it's before Christmas. Uh, I do think it happens before the trade deadline. I don't think it's their style to go into the trade deadline and go, "Okay, big blockbuster deal." Me. But I think that they bring back a guy that's steady, hmm. steady Eddie, right-handed defenseman, i.e. a Demers. And uh, you know, I think that ship sailed. Well, I we'll think that on him, but that particular type of defenseman. Chris I know Tanev? Chris Tanev would be great, but I don't think Chris Tanev is worth the first overall pick and or first round pick in the end the JVR that they want. And what is what does Vancouver want with with Tanev or sorry with uh, JVR? If they can now, resign him now, maybe that becomes a situation like the one we talked about last episode with Colorado and Ottawa. What if Vancouver, Colorado? Colorado. What if Vancouver is able to get Tanev, or sorry, sorry, geez, Vancouver for Tanev is able to get JVR and a little something, and then because JVR is a UFA, they're able to flip him. So you double down. Hmm, that's a good question. Double dip, whatever. Yeah. Maybe. 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 I feel like it gets done before Christmas because I feel like this needs to be a hockey trade, like a player for a player, and... Those tend to get done uh, before the deadline. So you're the saying it shouldn't be a baseball trade or a basketball trade. It's got to be a hockey trade. Datum. <laughs> sorry, I just... <laughs> I did not... You know what? That's, Screw it. I'm sorry, dipping it into the be, coffee. I'm dipping into the coffee. I'm too do slow. You, do you trade JVR for another guy who's on, on an expiring deal and then go sure. in free agency and get your defenseman there? 
I don't think so. No, okay. Well, if you trade JVR for an, another guy on an expiring deal, what's the point of trading JVR? Well, Unless you, the you defenseman, swap it for a defenseman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Who wants to yeah, resign? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that could... That could. Who do we got? Who do we got? Let's look. The UFA class of 2018? Yes. Um, while Steve's looking that up, I, I want to I, I caution here because I don't want people to assume that we think that all the Marlies would be able to step up and go, yes. I do. I do as well. Yeah. Do you think they could? No. <laughs> and also we know that Matt Martin yeah, is in right. the lineup. He's a staple in the lineup. So the guy's, he's not going anywhere. So you do lose a few goals, you know, or Connor Brown steps up and is in that position and they do Bozak, Brown, Marner, which, you know what? I don't hate. I think that's actually a pretty cool line. Also, if you're listening to us live right now, what? you should probably turn us off and listen to the last episode of Greg and Jeff, which is going on live. While we're oh, it's recording. happening live. Yes. No one listens to us live. Are you sure? Do we have a live stream? Are you sure no one's listening live right now? Only us, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think Merrick yeah, American Wyshynski. Are, okay, so yeah. just go They're like there. a step ahead in terms drugs. of the technology. They do the show live <laughs> and then record it and send it out. Ah. Hey, there's some pretty interesting options. So actually. what do we got? Uh... Top option with a with a cap hit of six million bucks. Detroit Red Wings, thirty two year old right handed defenseman Mike Green. Yeah, but what does Detroit want with JVR? Divisional rival. Shoot. Okay. Number. Also, just what two. do they want with JVR? <laughs> yeah, they're rebuilding. Oh, oh yeah, right. That wouldn't make sense. You're right. Winnipeg. Toby Enstrom. Hmm. They got some interesting defense like going that? on. I don't think they do it, but hey. I'm into it. Uh, Vegas has Jason Garrison, who I'm looking at his numbers, and Nadog. <laughs> I don't think so. New. What happened to him? What happened to him? Yeah, Tampa fans, help us out. Because he went from 33 points, 30 points, 11, 9, in roughly the same amount of games. What? Yeah, Ooh. I don't know about that. Jack Johnson, no thank you. Alexia Mellon, no thank you. Kevin Bieksa. Is a righty not the best E? You know what would be cool? Anaheim. That'd yeah. be neat. That's well, an interesting thought. I It's not ideal. I don't love it. I don't know how they would fit that under the cap, too. Here's my, I, I also, I look at Colorado. It's it's it, actually are, almost equal money. Are Tyson Berry and, or Eric Johnson available? Let's look. Tyson. And I don't mean I don't mean uh, by free agents. I just wonder, like I call Colorado and go, "Hey, oh, just like are in, they available? In general, can we flip you JVR in a prospect for one of those two? See again, the whole JVR angle doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, uh, Eric Johnson is locked in forever. One, two, three, four, five, six years at six million bucks. When did that happen? And Tyson Berry has three years left at five point five. I don't hate that deal. That's probably why they want to hang on to him, though. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's a good deal, it's a good deal. I think deal. what we have to do is wait. Let's not look through this now. But yeah. what we do is you look at, here are playoff teams who are going to have trouble scoring. Because there will be playoff teams that also have trouble scoring. That just inevitably happens each year. The playoff teams that have trouble scoring, I think are going to be interested in a guy like him. If the Leafs don't re-sign him. That's why, I don't know. I, I think come trade deadline, some sort of... JVR BXA deal could make sense, but like the Ducks Dude. need to sweeten that. Yeah, no, 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 no BXA. No, no. I don't know, dog. Me neither. But no. we're, look, we're trying to make it work here. No, that's why I'm saying it's not going to be expiring for expiring. Okay, fair enough. 
not be ISA then. I don't know what it is, but I it'll think, happen before Christmas. Yeah. You're, um, you're that tourist Duchesne thing. Damn. That was just, I've thought about that all day. Really? <laughs> After the show. Yeah, I think it could make sense. I think it does make sense, but it's a matter of whether they want to do it or not. And um, actually, uh, uh, Aaron wanted to know when when you thought Vegas and New Jersey would fall back to earth. And I guess you could say the same thing about Colorado. Yeah, it's the first ten games. Like anything can happen. Jeez, who's more yeah, likely? We haven't even reached five. No, exactly. <laughs> it's not even ten. No. When will they fall back to earth after game four? When will <laughs> Nail Yakupov, the Colorado um, Avalanche, hit a wall? Something that's interesting though. Um, Vegas has a seven-game homestand to start their season. Wow. So after it was their first game on what was it yesterday? They played two games on the road. And yeah, then... and then now starting starting now they have six more at home. Wowzers! So, that's cool. Yeah, that's good that the NHL did that. The scheduling is great. Brilliant. Let them build the fan base right Sure, absolutely. Yeah. And I think they did a lot to endear themselves to the fans. Um, of course, with you know the Vegas Strong, the, the way that they, they, they started their season, I thought was incredible that they pulled the advertising off the boards and threw you know Vegas Strong up on the boards. I thought it was great. Um, I would encourage you to read uh, what Dave Loza wrote for um, Vice. Because not all of you are going to like it. You're not, yeah, you're not all going to like it. But what I, I appreciate about what he said was, and that this is sort of the crux of it, I'm paraphrasing, but... This is all great. Yeah. But this, this is wonderful. Is, this has become routine. Yeah. We this always is what we do. We honor people and it's I think it's been since really like 9/11 that we've, you know, honor this, honor the honor the victims that died after yeah. and then do nothing. Yeah, do nothing about the problem. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. after 9/11, they obviously did something about the problem or yeah. tried to. Uh so a different situation. But uh, would encourage you to read that. He did that for Vice Sports, and I thought it was really good. Well written. Uh, beyond that, um, I want to talk about Montreal because, as reported yesterday by Eric Engels, the Montreal Canadiens sent out an email to all 30 other clubs and said, if you're interested in Mark Strait, we're trying to trade him. And today he was put on waivers. Right. And that is because of the imminent arrival of David Schlemko, who, again, I really wish the Leafs had targeted, especially for... What what they gave up to get him, uh, I believe it was like a fourth round pick or something. And even if it was less than that or it, more than that. It was not much. It wasn't much. And this is a guy with really strong, uh, I think, strong uh, numbers for what he's been given credit for. Or sorry, what, what he's not been given credit for. He's pretty strong in terms of advanced stats. Yeah, I think he's a, a lefty. Uh, they really, really do... It would be nice to have... God, they need Connor Carrick back. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they need another right-handed shot there. Um, but uh, People have already asked me this morning, will the Leafs put in a claim for Mark Strait? And I, I did a little comparison on the hero charts with him okay. and Ron Hainsey. Okay. Oh. And two ancient men. Two ancient guys. <laughs> so Mark Strait's making a uh, million bucks. So it's not huge money. Leafs can afford it. However, do you do it? Because so they're ice time together. Uh, Ron Hainsey's rated as a seven. Mm-hmm. Mark Strait is six. So comparable. Sure. That's how much ice time they got. Straight Ron Hainsey is a four in goals. Strait is a six in goals. Okay. Uh, first assist, one, one. they're both a four. <laughs> shot two, two. generation, six to four, straight over Hainsey. And then shot suppression, Hainsey just edges him out five over four. So they're almost... They're tied. Four, four. What's that? Four, four. Sort of, yeah, they're somewhat... I mean, straight is, I guess, a, a little bit more don't, offensive, don't, but it's like... <laughs> don't claim straight. Don't claim straight. Don't. No. You don't need it. No. No, like if, what's the problem? Defense. All right. Well, here's a guy. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> what the, unfortunately, with the it's it's like what Montreal did at the trade deadline. Like we need better players. Let's go get a bunch of 
fourth liners. Yeah. That's the you know that's the thing is that the Leafs are trying to shore up the bottom end of their of their defense. But the problem is that the top end of their defense isn't good enough. And it wasn't good enough last year, and I still don't think it is. Now, they they seem to want to be able to do that by committee, and, and, and I hope that they can. But I do think that there's going to have to be a move where they bring in somebody who is a legitimate, minute-eating, stalwart kind of guy. If you're Hard trying to, get. to If you're trying to become a gym leader in Pokemon, the answer is not more Pokemon. It is better Pokemon. Bingo. Or I'm sure you all understand. Or improve the Pokemon you have. <laughs> or improve, yes, rare candies also help. Also, like, beating up Rattatas and Pidgeys. Yeah. You know, Le- stuff like that. Leafs' next opponent is the Montreal Canadiens. Also Bell Sprouts. Um, and I would have brought them up either way. Because the Montreal Canadiens are fascinating already and we're four games in. Okay. In four games, the Montreal Canadiens have scored four times. Hey. There is only one player on that team, and thank you to Darcy for sending this to me, that has... Two points. What? <laughs> uh, for reference, is that Druin? Uh, I'll look at it. I didn't even. I for some reason didn't write that down. You know what? It doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. For reference, there are fifteen Leafs with two or more points right now. <laughs> now they've had a bit of a ridiculous start. It's not going to sustain. Uh, yeah. Berkshire posted something about their PDO. Is it through the roof? No, it's terrible. It's the Leafs PDO. Oh no no no! Sorry, the Habs. Oh, I don't know what the Leafs. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, I don't think the Leafs is even that good because their shooting percentage is probably sky high, but their save percentage sucks. Yeah. So, um, Is scoring really a problem? I guess you sort of just answered that, or are they just having a slow part, slow start? Because uh, they are having a slow start. I think there's already trouble in paradise because they just, uh, I was reading the line combinations before we started recording, and Galch is on the fourth line. He was yesterday, too. In the game. Pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> that was the line combinations in the morning skate. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see the line combos. It's hard the... to stay on top yeah. of all 30, whatever it is, teams. Yeah. Wowzers, really. Really. And that's Julian. And he's locked in forever. And Galt's just signed that deal. You know, hot take, the Leafs should let the Habs win. <laughs> Let them off the hook. They've made a shitty team. Like, don't give them any excuse to change anything. <laughs> Let them off the hook. Let them keep believing. Just keep firing it right at Carey Price's chest. You probably will anyway, and just go, oh, no, nuts. <laughs> oh, now what'll we do? And then go slaughter your next four or five opponents. Well, if there is a team that Montreal should want to play at this point, you know, if they, it's the Leafs. It's Absolutely. the Leafs defense. It is. Now, they're saying Connor Carrick will be ready for, for Saturday. I do think that makes a bit of a difference. And, the, and, and in actual practical terms, the Leafs would never let the Habs just win. Right? That would just never happen. But. All right, guys, here's what you're going to do. Nothing. You're going to do nothing. You're going to go <laughs> out there, and you know how you played accidentally against New Jersey? All right, I want you to do that on purpose now against yeah. Montreal. Yeah. Um, but if Montreal, if I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan, that's pretty good. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. You don't that. mind that matchup? I don't mind that matchup. You certainly take your chances. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think that Montreal's just got some gigantic holes up front and are we surprised like again when Radulov left they had the cap space to sign him they still have cap space they still have tons of cap space they had it and all they had to do was go all right fine it's amazing that they have all that cap space and they still found themselves in a situation where they had to wave a guy in order to get another guy back (laughs) that's true yeah it's just it's a it's a poorly managed team like it's just they didn't do a good job. No. But what was this nonsense about Mark Bergevin was at an Islanders game recently? 
Did you hear about that? No. They're they're really, really blatantly out in the open flirting with John Tavares. They want him. They want him bad. And I don't know if they're going to wait for the summer. I wonder if they try to make a deal for him. What do they have to give him? Galch and etc. I don't, I don't Is know. Is that Houdon and <laughs> Mete too? Like, what What do you give yeah, them? Yeah, it'd have to be like Galch, Houdon, a first, maybe Mete. You have to give them everything. Yeah, you gotta... Like, you already lost Sergachev. Now, what here's the them? fun part. Bergevin makes really bad deals and also really good ones. His opponent in this situation would be Garth Snow. Yeah, you almost have to like when you're lying in a trade. It's like GM versus GM. Like, a little bit. It's like an. It's like their own games, their own matchups. Someone needs to run over Garth Snow's phone. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Run it over with the car that they keep in the corner next to. The, I don't uh, think they're gonna trade him, man. I just don't. I. I they just they just announced the bid for the new arena deal there. And the new owners just took over, and the new owners have already said our goal is to have nobody remember our names. That's their that's their goal. All they want to be, all they want is, hey, the New York Islanders got good a couple years ago and and found a home for, like a for real home. And they're working with the Oakview Group with Tim Lightwicky. They're forever home. It's like a yeah, dog and a shelter. And and I you feel- can take the Islanders home to their forever home. I don't know, man. I just don't Some see them. Some rich guy holding John Tavares, stroking his belly. But what does John Tavares want? Maybe a, he doesn't want to well, play on the island. Because it will be Great at question. least three years before they're in the new arena. If the, a bit, I don't think the bid's been accepted yet. Yeah, so it's if, not confirmed that the arena's happening. Well, we know JVR's not going there. So <laughs> I don't know. I, it's a good question. I don't know. It's like, hey, John, when you're 30... We're finally going to have a good spot. There are too many weird, wonky things going on in the NHL. Leafs have too many pending free agents for a team that should be good. Habs have $8 million in cap space and a desperate GM. Vegas has 19 defensemen and is winning for some And is undefeated. <laughs> and is undefeated. There are... Oh, my... And Duchesne requested a trade... The Sens are shopping tourists. There is some wacky stuff going on, and nothing has happened. Yet. Well, we said that last year, and nothing happened. You know, I think we expected too much. Stuff happened, though. Has Carey Price played poorly? How much of this is uh, on him? I mean, it's pretty hard to blame it on him when he's getting a goal average yeah. per game. Like, I think it would... What did they lose to uh, to Chicago? 3 nothing. 3-1. Was it three one? Oh, they got one. They got one. They won in, in that, that game. game yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, three. They have been shut out. Um, I I can't I can't say for sure because honestly, I haven't watched a full Montreal Canadiens game. He got game. shelled in that one Caps game, but like the whole team stunk. Whole team stunk, top to bottom. And Ovechkin's been on a tear. Eight and four. <laughs> Eight goals in four games. He's on pace for 164 goals. They're already talking. About- <laughs> He's gonna. It's gonna happen too. He's gonna do it. They wrote an article. No. Can he do 50 and 50? No. I would love that. Oh, how great would that, that be? I think it was Sportsnet. I want him to do 50 and 36. He almost did it once. He almost did Did it already. Did they write that article in 1987? Dude, it's Ovechkin. Ovechkin doesn't give a damn about era, anything. (laughs) No, he he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Last year was an off year, like 33 goals. Oh, what a bum. (laughs) You know why, though? He's not a student of the game. 
Remember. You're right. Always remember. Not a student of the game. And now he's going to like be a 40-goal scorer before Americans are carving their turkey. Like, it's... <laughs> It's seriously unbelievable, this guy. Yeah. Two hat-tricks to open the season. Eight goals? Two hat-tricks. He has four times more goals as the Habs' leading scorer has points. Ovechkin has twice as many goals as the Canadians. (laughs) (laughs) In the same amount of games! Wow. Yeah, I was just going to say, Austin Matthews and JVR both have... 75% 75% of Canadian schools. <laughs> they both have three. So they both... Crazy. Ovi's just just crazy. He is crazy. It's crazy. And it's nice to see crazy Ovi. I love crazy Ovi. When, oh, oh, when he goes on hot streaks, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's I, not like, oh, he got five goals in seven games. That What a hot streak. No, 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 no. It's 15 goals in seven games yeah. or something stupid like that. I, I said it like kind of jokingly last show, but I actually think it was a decent point. Like The Caps are getting back to their roots. Make Ovechkin do everything. Play yep. your best players the most. So it's not Carey Price's fault. No. I wouldn't okay. say so. Okay. No. I'm, my answer is it's never Carey Price's <laughs> yeah. fault. But if he doesn't stand on his head, then it's his fault. Whoa, hey there. <laughs> well, Jesse, he does make $10 million a year. Mm-hmm. So, or does that start next year? Next year. Okay. Next year. Yeah. Next year. Oh, okay. So, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. That starts next year. <laughs> oh, oh so, heavens. I think it's, it was pointed out to me on Twitter the other day, like, even if Montreal wants to rebuild, it will be very hard because they have Carey Price. You trade him for John Tavares. Oh. <laughs> we got it. Done. We got it. There you go. Yeah, man. There's your future. There it is. <laughs> and then Bergevin goes, and now we go for the. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. No. And Jeff Molson's in the other room going, Mark. Oh. Mark. You I rascal. I would love to play whack a mole with Mark Bergevin. <laughs> He'd be so bad. He really would. Yeah. Again, there's th- there's that have half ever, complete Rubik's cube. Have you ever done you ever done your hair and somebody yep. says if you try to do your hair too much, you overdo it and then you and then it's not as good after the shower? Oh, anyone who is uh anyone who draws as like a hobby, like you're into sketching, you know how many things I've been like this is really good. This is very good. This is perfect. I fucked it up. I'm throwing it away. <laughs> you know, it's just like, don't. Oh, very good, very good. I ruined it. Yeah. I want to say to Mark Bergevin from two years ago, just don't touch it. Stop Leave picking it. at it. Yeah. Mark Bergevin's going to be the next commissioner. <laughs> Quit picking at it. Seriously, True. he's going to become the next commissioner. Uh, Neil Yakupov and the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche are 3-1-0. and Neil Yakupov is leading the team in scoring with three goals and two assists in four games. Delicious. Delicious. They for real? No. But <laughs> Yak might be. Maybe he's finally getting an opportunity? Like, like, I don't know. It was just weird to me that, okay, he has some gaps in his game. He has some things that aren't good, granted. But then Edmonton, Edmonton didn't really do this, sort of. But in St. Louis, they did. He's not a role player. Yeah, they had him in like the third line. Yeah, checking. that's why he was a healthy scratch for. Oh, he can't even play on the third or fourth line. He's not that kind of player. Put him in a position to succeed. Yak might not be a first overall pick, but he can do something for you. Either everyone was completely wrong on this guy being a top five talent, or we've missed something. I find it interesting that certain players get a pass for that and certain players get taken to the taken to the uh, the wall for it. Like like Vanek. Thomas Vanek is a basically one-dimensional guy and always has been. Yeah. 
He but scores like, we goals. We know that. But yet, how many teams were lining up to give him ridiculous extensions and then buying him out and then signing him again? And it's like, why Why does Tom, Thomas Vanek get a pass for that, but Yakupov doesn't? Uh, I think people are fed up with Vanek. Sure, but it took them a while to get there. He also had a resume of being like a 40-goal scorer. Whereas okay, Yak, fair, yeah. Yak he did do didn't it. didn't really. I don't know. I just feel like, mm. I mean, Vanek's a yeah, When was Yak ever put in a position to succeed is my question. Where his skill set would be maximized. Uh, I mean, he was with McDavid for a while. And, then and they played well. And then McDavid broke his collarbone. Yeah. It was Benoit, or was it uh, Pouliot and Yakupov and McDavid? Yeah, the McYakpoo line. That was a great line. As people tweeted at me. Is that a thing people say? McYakpoo. Yeah, we said <laughs> it on the show. Not for long. <laughs> yeah, only it lasted. McYakpoo. I think it lasted 40 games, and then McDavid left, and the X Factor on that line left. Let's move on. <laughs> From 31 Thoughts from Elliot Friedman, there's a couple things, and I thought this is great. It's rarely, throwing me off that it's called that. Rarely do you... Yeah, it's, it still throws me off, too. Rarely do you hear Elliot get exasperated about anything. Oh, boy, but what is it? But I saw two points in 31 Thoughts this week that he was clearly fed up. Was it about Twitter? No. Oh, because he does not like Twitter. <laughs> no, I know he doesn't. He actually told us on this show a couple years ago he doesn't even read the replies. That's true. He That's just true. He just kind of retweets people he follows. I think he's a dirty liar I think anyone who says that is a dirty liar but. well in his case at, at that level like you think about it he's got what half a million he followers he couldn't possibly like read them and have a conversation no but if you get like to half a million followers you imagine the just just per capita amount of shit like hate that yeah, you get yeah think of how many jerks you've ever met in your entire life now put that on the scale of half a million people and, and sports jerks and sports jerks yes which are intense yes alright what were his two things? Okay. So exasperated Elliot, number one. Mm. I'm going to read directly. Mm. The NHL and the NHL's NHLPA's next face-to-face meeting uh, about the international calendar is Thursday in Toronto. So today, right Ooh. here in Toronto. Ooh. It's a gray kind of stormy day. So you would think that the negotiations might be a little bit testy because people are a little testy today. Mm. Bedman's in town. Yes. Thanks for the rain. He brought in the clouds. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, there is some question about whether or not everyone wants to go back to China because... This time around, it didn't make money. Now, he puts in brackets, the promoter takes the risk on that, not the league or the union. So it's the promoter that lost money. Here's where Elliot gets exasperated. I can't even believe this is an issue. Can Elliot not even? Elliot cannot even. <laughs> That's amazing. He said, you're, you're going to go once and give up four years from the Olympics? Question mark. I'd like to see them go to France and Germany, too, since the world championships were just there. The people who run the NHL are stupid. Can we just say it? Like, can we just say it? Like, Elliot Freeman is far too classy to say these sorts of things. He's exasperated. But he since sa- we're from Scarborough and therefore the gutter, we'll say it. Yeah, no. The people who run this league are morons. They're greedy, out to lunch, don't understand how the world works morons. They're dumb. They're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Well, they did make a lot of money being that, though. No. A lot of them. Who? Well, the, anybody that can afford to own an NHL Not team. Not in hockey. Not in hockey. No, no, no. If you can afford to own an yeah. NHL team, you made money somewhere else. Okay, you're they're moronic when it comes to hockey, though. Fair. I don't give a shit how you made your money. You own a hockey team. But I'm going to sue my dad for $100 million for my inheritance exactly. money. Like, if you... If you... If someone... If some crazy billionaire worth $75 billion bought the Leafs and then turned it to shit 
Like, I don't care how you made your $75 billion. Oh. I'm a Leafs fan, I'm and sorry, my you team sucks Carol now Ballard? because of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just... I don't care how you made your money. It's irrelevant to me. I'm a hockey fan. Can you make my hockey team good? And can you grow the game? Can you Which grow the game? Which is in your interest. Yes. Your business interest. Yes. Oh, it didn't make money. That wasn't the point! Dickhead! You go to China to build the... Oh, really? You didn't make money at the games where before the game you had someone get on the on the intercom and tell everyone watching the rules? Really? That wasn't profitable for you, you dick. Of course it didn't make money. You're trying to build the game. They don't un- they don't know the fucking thing. That's why you're there, dick. You're trying to promote it for when four years from now, because they didn't watch it at the fucking Olympics in Korea, because you're not going. You're trying to teach them the sports. You dig. <laughs> Which is, that is Friedman's subtext. He's just a classier person than me. And also Friedman has to talk to these guys. I don't. I never want to meet Gary Bettman. Uh, there's plenty of AI. When we, meet, I can when talk we have to. Gary on the show, I'll play him that clip. Oh, no, he's not allowed to come on the show. Him. Like I don't care. <laughs> That's right. You're banned. I'm locking you out. <laughs> Gary Batman lock out. You can't come on the show. Did How we just ban Gary Batman? Yes, from we our did. Show? Steve did. Remember, lock I think out. it's, it's a no, democracy here, I though. I think Steve speaks for all of us. <laughs> well, if Batman, I if I have to have if I have to have a one-on-one conversation with Gary Batman, I think I'd have a stroke. Like, I really do. Like, I think just for how mad Steve, I would But Steve, the doctor said your blood pressure is fantastic. No. Did you clean out your ears? No, yes, I did. <laughs> I have, like, supersonic hearing today, and I'm listening to how loud I am, and it's scaring myself. No, but <laughs> what is, you didn't make money. You're a dick. Like, you're so stupid. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I'm sorry, everyone who's trying to listen to this with kids in the car, but... Just, so is is he banned or not? No. Yes, he's banned. No. I'd love to have a conversation. <laughs> Listen, I disagree with just about everything the man says, but I'd still like to talk to him. Pulling the name on the show card, he's banned. <laughs> um, he's with, banned. He's banned. I, I am. I am not for he the would ban. Never come on this show. My, I, I'm just. I'm just saying. I've submitted my vote. I would love to have Gary Bettman on the show. Gary, if you're listening, you're welcome to come on. Love to interview you. Disagree with you, but would be able to have a conversation with you. Steve couldn't. I think Steve absolutely I think Steve's a little heated right no, now, but you know I think how many he'd be fine. accidents that would cause. You know how many people listen to this to get while away from driving that? and they would just and just veer off the freaking road. Mass deaths. You know how I just <laughs> talked about that's on and that would be on my hands cuz yes, I voted would. for him. You voted yes, it would. That would be all your fault, Adam. That would be all your fault. Oh. Tens of thousands of people killed themselves across the country listening to Gary Bettman talk to Steve Dick. <laughs> oh, we post a podcast afterwards, zero listens, everybody's dead. Everybody, everybody, everybody dies. Dead. You know how many people listen to this on the subway? Okay, this is this is going to be what the people around them hear the day after the... Oh, fuck off! <laughs> They're just going to be sitting there randomly swearing you to will themselves be the- with a mad look on their face. They're going to be sitting there with a mad look on their face, and they're going to be accidentally staring through someone, and that someone is going to think that they're staring at them, and then they're going to punch them in the face. And it's going to change their entire life, because we had Gary Bevin on the show, Adam! I think you can. I'm not going to risk it. I like our listeners too much. Sorry, Jesse. Steve could have a conversation with Gary Bettman. I think I he could. could. I absolutely And I think he would be very respectful. Yes. No, my first question, Gary, what was the last authentic thing you said? Remember what Ron said. Ron McClain. <laughs> yeah. He's a lawyer. He speaks like a lawyer. 
Yeah, like a dick. Like, say something that means anything ever <laughs> I'm just once. waiting for the tweet from the lawyer. Hey, lawyer here. Paid to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. It's my job. Uh, and Gary Bettman gets paid quite well to be a dick, as does Roger Goodell. Good. That as doesn't does make him Adam a great Silver. person. That doesn't make him a smart person. Actually, although I, I would take Adam Silver any uh, any of those yahoos. I uh, love him. I don't care. Um, Sorry, we didn't. We only got through one point. There. That's one point. The next one's gonna bug you too. But for <laughs> right, this one, you right. know, here's the thing. Um, you didn't make any money. It's dick. The way that guys, I, I want, I want reality show. Okay, someone get a Patreon together for this reality show where NHL owners have to make a profitable lemonade stand. You put them on a street corner in Toronto, and they got to make a lemonade. Do they stand. have a budget, or can they spend all the money? <laughs> they gotta mm -hmm. yeah, make make profit. Somehow. I want to see if they can do it. I don't think you could. I okay. don't think you could. So. I think you <laughs> buy an 18,000 seat arena and get 7,500. When you are the head of a big corporation, and I work for a big corporation so I can speak to this, your first job and only job is to make money, right? You're, you've usually at that point gotten your hands into multiple different things. What becomes ingrained in you, especially if you weren't there for the genesis of the company, is that... Everything you do needs to make money. Otherwise, it needs to be cut. And it sometimes is the issue when it comes to broadcasting because there are a lot of shows that take two or three years to get off the ground. Um, and I think that the whoever in the NHL or NHLPA, and I believe it's just really the NHL because I don't think the, the PA is going to agree with this uh, or agree with the NHL owners on this one, has to remind them that if you are growing, if you are in a new spot and no one's ever heard of you before, but you still want to establish yourself there, you're going to have to take a loss. And hmm. that's just the way it is. Hmm. So Martin St. Louis wasn't good right away. And teams gave him a chance and they fostered his growth and they, and they you know, really gave him a shot. And then he turned into a Hockey Hall of Fame player. Anyway, China out. Like, they don't pay attention to the, the, the shit going on in their own league. Listen. I hate these guys. I hate them. I hate them so much. Holy smokes. Um, I feel... They're just ruining, they're ruining the sport. I, I feel so that much. that's the viewpoint that they're coming from. Oh, However, if you have started stupid. your own business, and if you're an stupid. entrepreneur right now, yes. back me on this, you know what it's like to lose money in the, in the hopes that you're going to gain it all back and more in and the future. We, and we've done it. We did it with this show. Yeah. I mean, we if we had if we had based this show and its first episode whether whether or not and our, our metric for success was whether or not we're going to make money. I mean, no money on the first show, cancel it. We were $1000 in the hole, I think on the first show cuz we had to buy equipment, we had to sign up for SoundCloud, you know, we like we spent some money is, to make some money. I don't I'm yelling and screaming because I feel like they didn't hear these basic things the first time like, but again remember that remember, before you get frustrated just remember the no, viewpoint we're past that okay <laughs> second thing that is exasperated for Mr. Elliot Friedman I am assuming I'm putting words in his mouth but it's just the way he wrote this I thought this was interesting he rarely writes with any sort of toot he actually wrote this in all caps yes Did he actually? and on Twitter in a thread yes oh you and he said liars. and he started it with this is problematic Thread. <laughs> <laughs> this is problematic. If I read this is problematic one more time, I think you all even need if it to is read problematic, this. find a different way to say it, please. No, Let's have a little sure, creativity. Make sure you indicate that a thread is incoming. It yes. needs to be thread. Thread one to come. Of, yeah. My column. Only it's on Twitter. <laughs> mm. uh, Penn's ownership should step up. He believes, and here's what he said: Someone in Pittsburgh ownership 
bracket or the president slash CEO should step up into the spotlight and answer for going to the White House. Whether you agree or disagree, it is con- it is a controversial decision. And you know our opinions on this. It is a controversial opinion. I don't think Elliot's stating anything that you believe one or you believe the other. Controversial. Polarizing. That's what controversy is. Mike Sullivan and Sidney Crosby should not be shouldering all of the heat. I agree. Being the coach and or the captain means you accept a lot of the responsibility and they've taken their share. But the decision to go was made by was made higher up the food chain. Step up. Wow. He said step up at the end. No, absolutely. I agree. You know what? Uh, I think any I think both sides can agree on that. Right. Yes. Uh, Sullivan. I I think Elliot nailed it. Sullivan had a chance to make a difference in this. Crosby had a chance to make a difference in this. But ultimately, uh, the owners are doing what owners do. They're doing what they owners do, gonna own, making dumb decisions behind the scenes and not showing up. But owners can do that. They can do that. That's the privilege of being rich. <laughs> you can make those dumb decisions and go, well, someone else's problem. Like I'm, isn't Mario Lemieux part owner? Yeah, he was there. Like he's in the picture. Listen. I, I, I do, you know what, the way Elliot put it is interesting because here's the thing. We did put a lot on Sidney Crosby and, and, and my, my position remains the same on that. Let's not get into it. However. Well, who has more power and influence in the NHL, the Penguins ownership or Crosby? Well, behind the scenes, Penguins ownership. I think it's Crosby. Anyway, regardless yeah. of that, I'm not getting into that because sure, we know, sure, sure, we know. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Yep. Crosby's responsibility, quite frankly, in his contract and with that C on his shoulder, is to take some social responsibility and leadership in the community, but mostly to take responsibility for the team on the ice, as is Mike Sullivan's yeah, job. We went through all that, yeah. That's my point. Yeah. I agree I agree with Elliot on that, and that's why Elliot's exasperated. And it'll be interesting to see if we have any more exasperated posts from Elliot Friedman, because it's so weird. He's usually just such a neutral guy. You know, does going to the White House make money? Okay. I'm um, no no. We're moving on. <laughs> moving on. I don't want to get into this. But what I do want to get into is this headline. Are you guys ready for this? Answer the question. Adam. Answer the question. Um, Cuz if it doesn't, they should stop going. <laughs> Regardless of who's president. Steve. Does Tim Bits hockey make money? Cuz if it doesn't, we should stop letting kids play hockey. Yes. My, you know, imagine our, all of our, our moms and dads had said, well, you want to play hockey? Is that going to make us any money? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Imagine Drew Doughty's parents said, you know what? It's not going to make us any money, so I don't think so. But uh, Get into the coal I mines think, and start digging, Drew. I think Drew Doughty playing hockey did make money. Eventually. Eventually. It did. It paid off, but I'm will, just imagining. Will going to the White House eventually make money? Yeah. I mean, no, could, but, okay, they gave him that, that custom... Golf Guys, bag? stop it. How, I don't want to talk about this. Imagine how much a custom golf bag costs. At what point are the Penguins going to take fiscal responsibility and stop going on frivolous trips and giving <laughs> frivolous gifts? Hey, it was privately paid, funded. Although you could say it's publicly funded wow. because the, t- the fans with the tickets paid for that. But anyway, I, I do want to throw this out we there. I did Patreon. I did so find it funny. NHL can go to China. I did find oh, it sorry. funny that the president was not handed a jersey. And I also found it funny that they did not take a picture with him. Well, just throwing that out there. Just find it funny. And I, mean, I think either side of the coin, wherever you are on this, that's a little bit weird, don't you think? Videos, anyway. videos are twenty nine point nine seven pictures a second. Yeah, there are pictures. So I want to read you this headline, mm-hmm. and I think it will brighten the mood. 
Because oh, I knew I we were so. going to get exasperated, and oh. then I wanted to. I wanted to do this. I think one of us got exasperated. <laughs> the rest of us laughed. Uh, if you're not laughing at Steve right now, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Come on. Um, if you week, think I, if you think that was a little much, I don't know how you stumbled upon this show. <laughs> Newsweek headline: Did Trevor Bauer's support for Donald Trump cost the Indians the ALDS? Um, I saw that headline and it's completely <laughs> valid. Yes, it did. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So no, the, he was a jerk before the Trump stuff. But but beyond that, what a like I don't care where you stand politically. What a dumb thing to write. Well, and, it's just like an it, inflammatory headline. I assume the article is. Well, the article is actually just a ripoff of a Deadspin article, and all it said in it was that Trevor Bauer had he got lit up in Game Four, which we all know. Yeah. He went to the showers after you know two and a half innings, yeah. and took a shower, went on Twitter, and people were ripping him on Twitter. By the way, if you're having a bad day and you've had a bad performance publicly, don't go on Twitter. Oh, he loves his Twitter. Anyway, he went on yeah. Twitter and started blocking people, and Deadspin said, "Well, you know, Trevor Bauer had a blocking fiesta after the thing." So Newsweek takes it and goes, "Well, maybe he wasn't focused before the game." And did Trevor oh, Bauer supporting Trump cost them the stop. ALDS? What a joke of a headline. Stop. What a joke of a premise. And I'm sorry. Didn't stop Tom Brady. Liberals, conservatives, wherever you stand, mm. I think we can all agree that that was pretty dumb. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> there's a lot of stupid going around. There's a lot of stupid. A lot of stupid I was news. in such a good mood, Adam. I was in such a good mood. I'm sorry. That's a dirty lie. I wasn't. At least last, <laughs> last night, so. I was in a bad mood. What would, what would put you in a good mood right now? What could we, what could mm, we do? What would put me in a good mood? Jeez. Jeez, I'm not even done being angry on this show. I had something else to say. Did you? Um, and another thing. Yeah. Um, what, what What do you think would put me in a good mood? I don't, I'm asking. I don't know. Oh. Jesse, do you have any suggestions? Like, what could we do with Steve? I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. I think, I think we should let him be upset for his next topic, and then we'll give him the good stuff and let him. Okay. Let him I don't know if there's good. I don't know if I have good stuff to give him. Uh-oh. Um, I mean the press conference. No, yeah. Is good oh, stuff. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to you then. Uh, <laughs> the last topic that we have on the docket, which is weird because we normally takes us a little bit longer to get through all the stuff that we wanted to get through. Um, Stendo press conference is uh, our buddy Dark Guy got himself yes. a show. Yes, he did. It's a radio show. Congratulations, Jason Con- Maslico. Congratulations, Jason. What is it? Jason Maslico? Maslico. Now you know why he goes by Dark Guy. <laughs> Or on Twitter, Maz. Um, no, congratulations to him, and I genuinely mean that. Uh, TSN, not allowed to talk about them, but uh, no, I'm going to because I want to congratulate him. And also, I saw some people angry that he got a show. And there's a term called mad online. And I think these people are good people. They're just being mad online for no good reason. Um, it's it was really interesting seeing the people who negatively received Dark Guy getting a show because I've been on both sides of the criticism. I've a lot of people don't think you deserve a show. A lot of people don't think I deserve a show. A lot of people don't think I deserve to be on Sportsnet, on their website, have my own podcast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so. I understand, you know, who the hell is this guy? He just yells and he's some weird, he's some Leafs weirdo. That's what me and Dark Guy have in common. We're the freak in the room. So I get that. Um, Then I also understand the mostly 20-somethings 
coming out and going, I busted my ass doing this, I busted my ass doing that, and this friggin' guy gets a show. I know because I've been down that road. Oh, look at this guy's got a show. This show's freaking stinks. I could do a better show than that. Oh, look at this. Oh, freaking. Oh, man. Our podcast that we've been doing for six months, we, we're better than way, way, we're way better than half of the stuff on the air, on TSN, on Sportsnet, on everything. Like when I was an intern, I was a full time media critic. Oh, oh, did I know everything when I was 19? Oh, was I so smart? If you made me the program director of the fan. At 19. 19. <laughs> In 2007. Shares, all around. Yes, we would have been extremely successful. I don't know. I just, I know I get the frustration from some of you, the bitterness. Um, the, like, the reason I'm talking about that isn't just to go to bat for Dark Guy. It's, I, it's so familiar. The things you're saying are so familiar. And I've been down that road and I've said those things and I've felt that way. And you know where it got me? Nowhere. It was a waste of valuable time. What What are you getting out of this? Like, answer that. Just making yourself more angry. Making yourself more angry. What are you, impressing your friends with your little dart guy dart? Like, what are you, cute? What, what are you accomplishing here? What are you putting into the world? Is it anything positive? After I just yelled and screamed. <laughs> Gary Are you happy with your Gary Bettman dart? Yeah, I am. No, it's, but it's just he's taking an opportunity that you would never turn down. Never turn down. Uh, trust me, if if he was a jerk, um, his little 15 minutes would have ended a very long time ago. Would have, people were waiting for something to come out about this guy. Like what was the what was the guy at the presidential debate with the red sweater? Oh, Ken like, Bone. Ken Bone. Everybody's like Ken Bone. We have not found Reddit account. We have not found Dark Guy's Reddit account. <laughs> He's not Dark Dark Guy is not Milkshake Duck. No, he yeah. is well, like <laughs> some people were saying that because of uh, I think he said something about kneeling and yeah I disagree with him like but. That has nothing to do with him getting a show. And it has nothing to do with the content of his character. No, and I assume it's going to be sponsored. It's going to be profitable. And, uh, like, it's not even the best time slot. I would question how many of the people criticizing him are listeners of that time slot on TSN. Uh, can I just be straight Let the guy with you? have a show. Let can the I guy have a you? show and let it be a neat story that he has a show, man. I think he'll, I don't know. And if he doesn't do a good job, what are they going to do? Keep it afloat? No, it's going to be like any other show on the air. It sinks or swims. If our podcast is shit and our listenership goes down, we become a lot less appealing. It's in radio, TV, online, podcast, doesn't matter. Sink or swim. Yes, Adam. I want to tell you that this almost ruined my morning. It did. <laughs> I saw how mad he was. I was used to have seen it. so angry coming in. And if I shared my honest to God thoughts with you, which I won't, um, there would be many, many who disagree. You should uh, try getting a YouTube channel where you just scream. I'm sure it's cathartic. <laughs> it's, it's so good for you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You should review every Leafs game. You should. I think after you know, every that's Leafs a great, game, and you should record a what video. What would we call it, though? Like, Because I'm a Leafs fan. Mm. So what am I doing after the game? Reacting Leafs fan. So R L F. There you go. Yeah, RLF. 
It rolls off. The, it rolls off the tongue. Rolf. I think I Adam Wilde's Rolf on. channel. <laughs> and you know what's cool? I have a dog, so I could incorporate oh. her into some of the videos. Oh. oh. But you can't. You can't be Adam Wilde. No, you need, you need no. a. You need I need a, a hockey name. name. Yeah. I think it'll be like a Adam, Deke. Adam Snipe show. Yeah, Adam maybe. Adam Deke. Adam Deke. Adam Adam Gong Show, <laughs> and we'll call it Gong Show Hockey. Like that hasn't been taken. That'd be great. We'll call it Bar Down with Adam Gong Show. <laughs> We call it Bar Down with Adam Gong Show. The RLF. <laughs> so stupid. I I would watch those. This is worse than the Saber stuff. <laughs> so dumb. I'm not proud. No, I'm just. Oh, sorry. No, you were talking. You're the one who was talking. No, listen. We're Can here for Bar Down with Adam Gong Show. Be the title of the episode. Please, please let it be. <laughs> <laughs> bar down? Yes. yes. No, no, you can't. You can't throw bar down on sports though. Try it. Why not? How about Adam? Bar Gong down show? is a saying. It's not an outlet. Okay, you can't just call. That's like saying my outlet's called the. Well, sorry. Bar down with Adam. Gong sorry, show. asshole. We all have to use you that word. We're, we'll make it bar down with Adam Gong show until I'm told otherwise. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. It's time to go bar down with Adam Gong show. <laughs> on the, the RLF. On the RLF. Oh, reacting Leafs fan here. I am reactive. I feel very reactive. Hey, bros. Here's bar down with Adam Gong show. Jake Gardner fell down yesterday. I guess you could say he has wheeling problems. Anyway. Yeah, it almost ruined your morning. It did. It did. The whole thing. Adam was so angry. I didn't even know there was a negative reaction to this because mm. I honestly didn't think people uh, like I thought people would be like, oh, good for you. Because that was my some reaction. Were, some were. I think most were. And some were indifferent. And that's fine, too. Yeah, yeah I was definitely. Let me tell you something about radio programming, kids. <laughs> Three to five on a Saturday afternoon, unless there's playoff baseball on, is a dead zone. So yeah. it makes it's a programming great, sense. Well, it's a great developmental time slot to be in, just like we were in overnights. Yeah. I started my career in overnights. What are we going to do? Knock Jeff Blair out? No. 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 We're going to... No. That's when we should be on is overnight. Boss Dave here at uh, Sportsnet 590 is going to go, well, I'll put those guys on super late and let them develop. Yeah. Kind of like putting us in the AHL. Yes. Right? Yeah. And Um, he's going to be surrounded by radio talent. Yes. So... (sighs) They're acting like (laughs) it's just going to be him in a studio and just scream. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I it it did um, it almost did I was very disappointed and oh Dadam. I am not and I'm I don't say that often like I, sometimes I'll say I'm mad but I was disappointed like it was it it hurt because uh, and again I won't get into this Ooh. but Ooh. I expect more oh there it is okay. I expect more and um, I will say this. You will free yourself when you accept that the world is not fair. Yes. You will be free to find your potential. Now, is it incumbent on you to try to make the world more fair? Yes. But also accept that there are going to be instances. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times in my career I've had instances where I thought I should have that job and I didn't get it. Devastating moments. However, 
Yeah. I kept working. Now that you have had a chance to look back a little bit, how many of the times where you thought you should have a job and didn't get it, do you now look back and go, oh yeah, no, I shouldn't have got that. That was right. Every time. Yeah. For me, almost every Actually, time. you know what? There is one. No, there's one. There's one I still believe. Where you were like, damn it. Damn it. Yeah. But I let it go. Nah. But you know what? The best part about that is it opened up other doors. I wouldn't be doing this show. No one's making you do anything. No. It was I, I wouldn't go with the life's not fair route. I would go. Well, life isn't fair. Well, yeah. So regardless it, of the subject dispute matter. It, dispute me with it or not. It's not. Yeah. Like I would just say, uh, oh, shoot. Where was I going with that? Uh, oh, no one's making you do anything. Uh, so if you see an opportunity that you would like and you don't get it, your options are quit. Or keep going till you get it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Two binary. <laughs> Those are okay. your two options. That's I don't know. I wish him the best of luck. I and I wish, I wish him the best of luck. I'm happy for him, and I hope his show is like any other show. It sinks or swims. Yeah, like any show. Any show. I'm happy for him. There it is. I'm happy for him. That's all. All right. And I told all. him that. I wish. DM'd him. Is this better before or after me yelling and screaming? <laughs> hmm. I wonder hmm. if Gary Bettman's in a room somewhere going, see, Steve, take hmm. a little of your own medication. Hmm. You don't know. We need to make money in China. What's the point in going? Yeah, what's the what's the point in going? There's a billion people there. We can't fill a 20,000 person arena. What's wrong with that? You said they're having a conference today? Uh, the NHL and the NHLPA. According to Elliot Friedman, they are here in Toronto. Is it making money? Who? Good question. if it's not. Probably shouldn't have it. Do lockouts make money? <laughs> they should stop having them. <laughs> I agree. Wow. Steve Dangle, everybody. Hey, let's do the press conference. The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. You know, uh, there's sound in there. That yeah, but I like that, it. But I like it. We, I like doing we the paid to have. Yeah, we actually oh. bought that. I like sounding like an enthusiastic raccoon. No, I don't none know. of you have ever heard a raccoon make that sound. No, uh, yeah, a little. Toronto Zoo. Actually, that's not true. One time, I accidentally threw a garbage bag at one when well, I worked at McDonald's. Why do they have a tr- raccoons at a Toronto <laughs> Zoo? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So raccoons are extremely popular at the zoo. Because what? they don't have raccoons in certain parts you know, of the world. Like so we have people a... who are on vacation. They come and they're like, wow, that's crazy. Uh, I had a cousin from Aruba stay with me when I was like in high school, and he freaked out about squirrels because he'd yeah. never seen squirrels before. He grew up on an island, yeah. so he had no idea what they were, and he, he loved it. Yeah. So it's a wow. thing. It's a thing. And like when we were in California, we saw all these like manatees just on the beach. You know who was on the beach gawking at them? Probably no one from California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bunch of Canadians going, holy shit, <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know. Anyways, first question in the Pico. How many Tim Hortons hockey card packs will you buy this year, Steve? Oh, I'm already at like six. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot in my car. What do you do with them? Uh, Actually, recently, uh, my wife's friend, who is also a teacher, wanted a bunch of cards to, like, distract her, uh, her students with. Like, so that they, I guess, don't tear apart the entire classroom. So I gave her, like, a giant shoebox 
just full of hockey cards. What did you do so, with them And a before, lot of those were Tim Hortons cards. Before you could give them to kids. Kept them in the uh, shoebox. <laughs> yeah, kept them in the house. Duh. <laughs> what do you do with hockey cards? Keep them and let them get dusty. I've given away <laughs> okay. more hockey cards than I currently have, and I still have thousands. <laughs> so I'm not proud. I'm not proud. I've probably given away at least 5,000 cards. Actually, a few years ago, I mailed cards to people who watch my YouTube channel. Hey, we did that on this show. We did do that on yeah, this show. Like That's actually right. snail mailed. Crazy. Got a, got a bunch of responses. Back. And we signed every letter. We hand wrote and signed every letter. That's right. I remember doing that. It was fun. Hungry Sloth on Reddit wants to know. Wow. That what? is, by the way, so me. Hungry Sloth. What do you think of James Neal's start? Is he the real deal? He is, in fact, the real deal. Um, he's one of those players where um, he kind of needs to be first line. You know what I mean? Like we, I don't know if this is a fair comparison to Ovechkin, obviously, but I think some players just succeed as the guy. I mean, you look up and down the Vegas lineup. Who the hell's scoring a goal for that team? If it's not James Neal... I don't. I don't think there's going to be a goal this year. When they trade him, and it sounds like they'll inevitably trade him, they're in deep trouble of getting the first overall pick. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, no, I, I think. I think he is the real deal. I don't think he's like a more than a goal per game guy. I don't think anybody is these days. But uh, no, I think he could do forty this year. You know, they're they're going to give him every opportunity. And if the NHL continues to have crazy amounts of power play, and, and, and even if even yep. if the slashing stops, yep. you think about how much ice that opens up. Exactly. That for the scoring a, will go up. For a freight train like James Neal. I mean, he could have a 40-goal season and Vegas still sucks. But no, I, th- I think he's capable. Yep. It's happened in Toronto. It has. Diamond Master's dad wants to know. Hey! After Adam's misguided comments on overtime in the last show, Wow. Let's get serious about three on three. Okay. Who is your ultimate three on three line Ooh. for current players in the NHL? I can, I'm adding that stipulation. Let's do who's your best three on three lines for the Leafs? So you get one line, and then who are they going up against? The best three on three in the league. Okay, let me throw out a question. So almost every coach throws out at least one defender. Mm-hmm. Is there a point to that? I don't think there is, unless you have a defender like a Jake Gardner or Riley. or a Morgan Riley, yeah. yeah. But who are like almost forward defensemen? Like, yeah. okay, if the Leafs were to put out Matthews, Marner, Nylander, is is that a crisis? Is that a defensive crisis? No, I think three on three is a defensive crisis. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Exactly. There has to be a reason that Babcock's not doing it. I wouldn't sit here and be like that would be better than. I don't Babcock. know if any coaches regularly send out three forwards. But that's why a good is que- that? That's a good question. Maybe there's something that to be explored there. It's like, why for 30, 40, 50 years did they send out two defensemen for a power play and all of a sudden they're only sending one? Yeah, and yeah. everybody realized that you don't need that second defense. I think it's because it's always been done that way. And when you go three on three in a penalty kill situation, you send out at least one defenseman, most likely two and one forward. Mm-hmm. So people are like, well, you at least have to have one defenseman on the ice. Well, not necessarily. I'd love to see that. I think the Leafs are a team that should try that. So I need to do my Leafs one? Yeah, do your Leafs one, and then pick another team, and you think they're the best three on three. Uh, I want to say Gardner behind Nylander and Matthews. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And then my league-wide one? Yeah. McDavid 
Matthews Carlson. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I'll take your league-wide one because I can't beat that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only one that I could see that might, but he'd never supplant Carlson is Brent Burns, but because uh, he's ridiculous. Um, what about like... And he's also like a forward defenseman, right? Like he played forward, he's played defense. Keith? What if you went McDavid, O.V., Carlson? McDavid... Matthews Crosby. I was about to say that's the first <laughs> mention of Crosby. Yeah, why not? Uh, the M- MCM line. Crosby's the CMM. too slow for three on three. Yeah. Crosby's yeah. too slow. Yeah. He's, He's hit a wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the Leafs, though, I, I, I'd i love to see, because both Nylander and Marner, I noticed last night, and I've noticed recently, are, have been quarterbacking the power play up top with like Riley and Gardner. Mm-hmm. So I really, and Zaitsev too. Uh, but I'd like to see, I'd love to see Nylander, Marner, Matthews, Matthews takes the draw and switch in who you want. I would put Nylander up front and then you put Marner as the quarterback. Uh, I'd love to see that. Oh my god. All-star game. To see that. Oh. Wouldn't that be great if they made the all-star game and got to do all-star things? <sighs> that should be something that they have at the Leafs uh scrimmage. Is they split the team and like you know the skills competition? Mm. They should split the team in half and have them play a game of three on three. Oh, that'd be fun. 10-minute game of three-on-three three against each other. I think that'd be awesome. Come on. Have N- Matthews, Nylander, Gardner go up against Marner, JVR, Riley, <laughs> or something like that. Be good. Be good. It'd be a little bit good. Final question is for Adam Wilde. Uh-oh. O'Milla has a question about Big Ben. Oh, boy. Do you think he's done? He's looked awful for the Steelers he so sure far has. this season. I'm oh. not in panic mode yet, but what about you? I was like, how many games has he played for the Stars? <laughs> so I'm in hockey Jamie, mode. Big Jamie Ben. Uh, <laughs> Everyone calls Jamie Can't have Benford football Benford. players involved in the hockey trip. If you haven't heard about this controversy, it's a little bit frustrating because you have one of the, I think, one of the best quarterbacks in history. Yep. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't think that anybody would dispute that. I, I don't know if he's a top 10 ever, but he's... Amazing. Well, it's he's a Hall of Famer. Championships, right? Championships, winning records, and he's played very well on teams that really didn't deserve to be as good as they were. Ignorant question: Is he still playing? Yes, okay. that's why she. she hence, Jesse saying he hasn't played that well this year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but dude, I know like four quarters. It's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> so here's the thing: so imagine your best player uh, has played, and you have to remember that you know football. Every game is like. Nine percent of the season. Yeah. So imagine after thirty games, Sidney Crosby says, "Well, I haven't had a good thirty games, and you know maybe I just don't have it." Oh. Imagine Sidney Crosby says those words. He turkey dumps his career. How do you think Pittsburgh and the rest of the NHL reacts to that? Poorly. Poorly. Right. Poorly. Poorly. Now going into this season. Again, putting it in hockey terms, let's say Sidney Crosby has already openly contemplated retirement Mm -hmm. and then says that after 30 games. Oh, is he dogging it? And it's not like this is an analyst, this is coach saying it. It's coming from him. He's saying, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. And Antonio Brown has also, he also threw a fit, I think, in game four and like threw the Gatorade thing on that. And Antonio Brown is, him and Odell Beckham Jr. are the two best receivers in the league right now. And now that might be Antonio Brown being frustrated with Big Ben. Um, Their offense has been bad. And the problem was going into this season on paper, the Steelers are supposed to be a team that should, should go to the Super Bowl. 
They are that good. They're that deep on offense. They've got great receivers. That they got a great running back who they're probably going to lose at the end of the season. Uh, and you know, it's Steelers defense. That's what Steelers and defense synonymous with each other. Totally. Um, I think it's a little bit scary when a guy says that. However, I have seen Big Ben go through depressive bouts before. We've seen dips in him before. And there are people that are just prone to that. I think everybody is. So I wonder if it's a, just a bad moment. If he was, they caught him at a low moment. Jacksonville's defense is really good and ate I them alive. Say. Ate them alive. People aren't used to Jacksonville being good. Their defense is really good. And they're winning games like 9-6. to six. So I, I wonder if it's not just Ben being frustrated. They caught him in a low moment. The season's hard. He's, what, 32, 33 or something? And his body's tired and, you know, he's taken a lot of hits and... And he's th- thinking, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Because it's a lot of pressure. 35. 35. 35! Playing football. Jacksonville is the team with the yellow cat, not Cam Newton's team, right? Yeah. No, the black cat. Thank you. Jaguars. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Carol, no, Panthers are black. I don't know. Jags? They're, yeah, I guess. It's, it's like a black and yellow. Black and yellow. You're, yeah, you're thinking of the right yeah. team. The other cat. I know my predatory cat. They might as well be the wild cats. Versus wild the wild cats. cats. <laughs> No, and didn't they like come into the NFL at the same time? Huh? Like around the same oh, time? Oh, I don't know. I remember what? being like the Panthers these... and the Jaguars. Yeah, I remember being very confused. Yeah. Um, I think the important part of the conversation is: can we distinguish the Panthers versus the Jaguars? I agree. That's... I cannot. <laughs> Wildcats. Um. All I know is Cam Newton plays for one of them. <laughs> and he brought Dab to the mainstream she and did. deserves to be blamed yes. for that. Uh, final step. And he got yelled at recently, too. Justifiably. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, but he apologized. Took him to, sorry, last Alexander question. Ovechkin has 566 career goals. That is the most in the NHL since the start of the 99-2000 season. He made his debut in 0506. Say that one more time. Wow. Repeat that. So OV scored 566 goals. Mm -hmm. That is the most since the start of the 99 2000 season. OV's career started in 2005. So he gave everybody a five year head start, and he has the most goals in the NHL since the 99. Wow. So who would the first overall picks have been before Ovechkin was even drafted? Uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Mark Andre Fleury, so he doesn't really count. Uh, we got Daig, Alexander. Or no, no, no. Sorry, Patrick Steffen mm-hmm. was in '99. The other bust. Uh, I get them confused. Kovalchuk gonna... was one. Okay, go through them. Rick Nash was one. You're and going in order. 2002 now. So I... now that Rick Nash was 2002. Who's 2003? You already said him. Oh, Fleury. Fleury. Who's t- 2004? No. That that was Ovi. And then Ovi. There you go. Did I miss 2000? Uh, Rick DiPietro. Oh, uh, wow. So, like, think of how Rick, dominant... I'm still getting paid to do this, DiPietro. <laughs> think of, like, Rick Nash has had down seasons. Yes, he has. And injuries, but, like, Ovechkin's... <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. That's absolutely crazy. <sighs> I, uh... I, ca- I can't say enough things about him as a goal scorer. If he retires today, he's a Hockey Hall of Famer. Like, easy. Done. And he's probably going to play like at least another five years. Yeah. Uh, what was the vi- you wrote an article years ago? I'm going to write another one about like, it's how crazy <laughs> he could. What did you say? He could beat Gretzky's record or something? Uh, I don't know if I said he could beat Gretzky's record. 
although that is possible. It's very unlikely. But he could become the, I can't remember, is either 7th or 8th player in NHL history. Actually, he's going to be. Like, it's really not that far-fetched. He's likely going to be the 7th or 8th player in NHL history to hit 700 goals. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. you got to play for an eternity like Yager. I think he did that recently. Mm-hmm. Gordy Howe obviously did it. Gretzky did it. Lemieux. I don't know if Lemieux so did it. So it's uh, mm. 700. Gretzky, Howe, Yager, Hall, Dion, Esposito. Which uh, Hall? Mark Gardner. Brett? Brett Hall? Brett Hall, yeah. Now Mike Bobby? Gardner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no Gardner. one remembers that one. OV will be number eight. Lemieux finished at 690. That's it. Uh, Messier, 694. 690 in less than a thousand games. Yeah, Lemieux Crazy. Lemieux was totally goofy. I wrote this thing on Yager yesterday um, where I talked about his five most impressive seasons, and you, no season where he played with Lemieux was allowed to make the top three because Lemieux was that dominant. There was one season where Yager led his team in scoring, but Lemieux played half the season because he was either hurt or out with an illness. I don't remember. Lemieux in 40... I'm trying to remember the exact numbers. He was like 40, 96 points. Th- 43 games he had over 70 points. And that's when he was wearing that cannonball Yofa helmet. Yep. And the Pittsburgh just, sash. Just, just redonkulous. Um, uh, we so, were robbed of him, man. Somebody posted a picture of the Vancouver Canucks 1970s jerseys the other day. I think it was Mike Camito. Okay. Uh, who does a bunch of history posts and stuff at the NHL. Were those the blue ones or the ridiculous stripy the ones? The stripy ones. The, okay. the V that was supposed to... I think they said it was supposed to strike fear into the hearts of opponents, that they believed that. They did some sort of... Like, I believe I read that somewhere. Yeah. I wondered if there are any Canucks fans listening that actually have that jersey. Because oh, I asked, yeah. I asked oh, him yeah. at the time... Did anybody, like, because in the 70s and 80s, buying a jersey wasn't the same as it is now. Like, you had to go to specific places to buy them. Not everybody wore them everywhere. You You had to send a letter to Monsieur Eaton. That's right. And you just, and you didn't go to games in jerseys. You went in a suit and tie. At a certain, you know, and at a certain point that switched over in the 80s. Watch Clegghan. That's right. Score six goals. So I want to know if anybody has one, and I want to see a picture. Like one, too. especially one from then. Like, I bet you can buy them now. I saw a like Potvin authentic. jersey yesterday. Potvin? That was like, yeah, Felix Potvin, sorry. That was like from then. Like from when Potvin oh, wow. wore it. Uh, wore Are it. there little threads hanging out of the 29 and stuff? I didn't get that close to them. There isn't mine. <laughs> Got I Felix. saw a, <laughs> tell me if this is a jersey foul for you. Uh-oh. You see so much, so many weird jer- Leafs jerseys, right? Because there's just been so many players recently. So, like, Lupul's everywhere, Kessel's, that sort of thing. Oh, and I got to tell you about the fights I saw last night. Oh, yeah! Oh, oh man. Okay, so I got some fight stories. I'm so ready but, to get back on the road, but, but uh, <laughs> no, I need to hear about this. But one person wore a Winter Classic jersey last year. So it's a be- that beautiful Winter Classic jersey that they had. Yep. That they wore once. Yep. And it was Doug Gilmore's name on the back. How do you feel about he that? He played in the alumni game, it's fair. That's, it wasn't an alumni jersey, though, just so I'm just so we're clear. But was there a separate alumni jersey? Yes, yeah. there was. That year? Yeah. There was this past year. Yeah, no, th- that was what I mean. Sorry, what would we get? The Heritage Classic last year? Centennial. Centennial. Okay, whatever. The Classic, the thing that the outdoor game from last year on New Classic. Year's Day. Yeah. So they had they had a game beforehand. Right, but it's not the same Dougie jersey. Still in that it. Out there. Still in that out there. They didn't play in... Listen, big Doug Gilmore fan. They didn't... 
But I assume they sell them as Gilmore jerseys, right? They didn't for, for the end. I'm sure you could walk into the store and get Gilmore, right? My thing, I would say, if he, I mean, if you just walk in and buy it, yeah, I guess it's not a jersey foul. Mm-hmm. But like the Leafs are good now. Like, just get a current player. <laughs> what are you getting Dougie for? Just get a yeah. get Matthews. But 92-93, Steve. Yeah, uh, I'll never okay. forget. Uh, by the way, leaving the game yesterday, and this is if you didn't see my tweets, don't peek in high school. Don't be that person. So, so I get out of, no, I doubt it. Um, I get out of uh, the ACC and I walk up to Front Street uh, right across from Union Station, like to the right. And and I, you know what? If this guy hears this, I don't care. Um, and I, I, I run into a guy that I know who works at another station in town that, you know, every radio is small, right? So you meet everybody, you know everybody. So I'm talking to him. Really great guy. And all of a sudden, you know, we're trying to talk, but they're shouting. And anytime they're shouting, you know, and I know that you're not having a conversation. You're looking at the shouting. <laughs> yes. Even because yes. we're not, even though we claim to be adults, we're not adults. No. If, if you know, the soccer game stops on the playground when there's a fight. You ever think there's a fight going down and you turn around, there's not a fight and you're a little bit disappointed? <laughs> so we had a almost fight because it was a yelling match. And guy in... Uh, there's a younger guy, a bit of an older guy. Uh, I won't get into the descriptions because it doesn't matter. Bit of an older guy wears a suit though. So like you can, you know, a little bit more established, younger guy, a little bit more like me. Sure. And uh, so we're, they're, they're yelling and we're trying to have this conversation, but we're both looking over kind of like, so it's like, yeah, you're great. Cool. Yeah. I wonder what that's about. Anyway, the fight, as, as fights do, almost like a hurricane moves over towards us. So now we have to be, on our guard. What is there a f- name for that phenomenon? Because fights the move. Fight tidal wave. Yeah. You ever, you ever seen a bar fight where there's like a gravitational pull towards the the door of the bar, like opening the door on a plane while it's in the air. It's insane. <laughs> I am gonna fight you out this door. <laughs> I've seen it happen in, in Scarborough. I mean, like everyone just tumbles towards the door. I'm not surprised you said Scarborough. Through everything and yeah, well, um, happens. So. When a bod gets in your face. So the fight, the fight, they're yelling, they're yelling. And um, I look at the guy, I look at one of the guys and I go, the younger guy. Huh. Because I kind of like, I glance at him and I, again, trying to continue this conversation. And then he says, you messed with the wrong guy, pal. (laughs) I'm going to, and excuse my language here. I'm going to fuck your entire family. I know, right? This is the things you say when you're he- you're heated and you're dumb. They don't necessarily make sense. No, and I. Man, so so you're gonna chart, go after you're that, gonna okay okay guy you're gonna go after middle aged dude and his entire family because of whatever fight you're in. That 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 chirp was quiet. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he, you, you will not get it. Um, anyway, I, I listened to that segment again, Jesse. You were just a master craft of douche. <laughs> you're so. That's what I do best. So funny. Um, and I look over again and I'm like. And I tell the guy I'm with, I'm like, oh my God, I went to high school with that guy. <laughs> and he's like, no way. And I'm like, yes. And that guy was a guy who always kind of was on the edge in high school. You know, there's always those guys and they seem a little bit mysterious. It's crazy, man. he was man. super popular. He was a year younger than us. Super popular. I need to All the girls up. loved him. And uh, I know we got to look at your yearbook because I can't remember his name, but I know it was him. And, and I just thought, man, I can't think of a place I would... I can't think of a, a worse place to be than fighting outside of a Leaf game. That just seems so dumb. I mean, 
you should be in a good mood. And then, well, even even if they lose, we lost. Yeah, Mm. well, that's probably why they're fighting. And then I walk down the street a little bit more. I leave my radio friend behind. We walked. I walk down the street by myself, and there's another guy, another middle aged guy in suit, and and a guy in jersey get into a fight. Now this guy has nothing to do with high school. However, there's one of them has a Kessel jersey. One of them has a suit. Kessel jersey's like, yeah, well, nice body, pal. Maybe try to go to the gym sometime because you know he's middle aged guy, a little soft. And the other guys, so so the middle-aged guy comes back at him. This is a hilarious trip. He's like, Kessel Jersey, nice trade, bitch. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was like... And he's like, "Yeah, well, nice body, pal." And that—that that was it. And they went their separate directions. You just I was like, "Need to admit when you suck. Like, you just need to admit both sides." Admit, I got owned last night. I got owned. I got owned. There was a, there was a Devils fan. Oh. Um. And, no, he was being a jerk all night. Um. But I don't know. It was the end of the game, and I was like, "All right, I'll I'll say something," because he was still going at it with certain fans. And I just said, uh, "Man, you've had some gems tonight. If you uh, no." Man, you've had some gems tonight. You should write them down. I'll even give you a crayon. And Ooh. he responded, he just took a sip of his beer. He goes, I've heard better chirps from a dead bird. No. Oh. And I was just like, shit. Wow. Wow. I'll, and that was the wow. last thing I said. <laughs> that was the last thing I said to him other than a just smile and nod. Your, uh, fair enough. Nothing to Your say. chirp took too many words. Yeah. There was too roundabout. Yeah, I, hey, excuse me, sir. Please please dumb your chirp down. <laughs> Pretty devil's fan. No, a, chir- a good chirp has to be dumb and funny. Yes. Yeah. It has to be just straight to the point. And Steve's yeah. like, let me tell you a story about a bridge. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so, I have disdain for your team. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Back in 1964, you drafted. <laughs> the devil's boy was wearing a unsightly cloak. And sorry, I, Harry Potter. Yeah, my wife started the audiobook for Harry Potter. Yesterday. That's what I have done. I've, I'm on the seventh book. It's great. Recommended. Highly recommended. You guys are losers. I wow. have not started. He has. Wait, 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 wait a second. When have I ever not been a loser? <laughs> what I, has thought, changed? I thought you were about to defend. How Harry long Potter? have you known nope. me? <laughs> Fair point. Jesse, he's right. Uh, yeah, Come on. Anyway, love you all. I hope everybody I has a great week. Leather pants. Tuesday next week, uh, we will be back, and hopefully, a Leafs win. Uh, if not, then it'll be a Habs explosion of goals. Which, I mean, for me, is great either way. Do we play two <laughs> games in between now and Tuesday? Uh, do we have a Monday night game? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Woo! Hey, thanks for thanks for writing that, man. Appreciate that. Let's just focus on the next game. It's just Don't be a dick. Follow the guys on Twitter, at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.